welcome to International House of Combat. This is your podcast for international wrestling and also uh, historical wrestling, traveling back in time. Today, we're going to be doing quite a big uh, time travel here. Uh, we have a 50-year gap between the matches we're looking at. Uh, yes, I'm Kelly Nelson, and I'm joined by Steve Willie, as always. Steve, how are you doing this fine early July day? I am warm. Happy Canada Day to you, <laughs> and uh, yeah. a day belated, and then, yeah, we're doing doing well. Always excited to, to talk to you. Always excited to, to watch some old, rare wrestling and get educated. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to be educated. Yeah, we're both going to be educated. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, it occurred to me today, oh, yeah, it's July 2nd. Maybe we should have done a Canadian theme, but we did one um, a few months ago. And, and and that's fine. We'll revisit uh, the Great White North in the future. But today, while well, we're going to stay in North America, but we're going to head south for Mexico. And we haven't done an exclusive, exclusively Mexican uh, episode yet. We did uh, one match on, uh, I believe it was the third episode. It was La Parca against Del Hero de Santo. And otherwise, we haven't uh, looked at any lucha. So it was definitely overdue. And the main match we're looking at today was one that I've known. It's been on my radar since it happened. I've never seen it. It got a lot of hype. It's, um, it'll be actually, yeah, it'll be by far the most recent match we've looked at. It's only from four years ago. And it, it yeah, like I said, got a lot of hype. So I've been interested to see that. But um, we are going to look at one other match. We usually do two matches. But today it's going to be very unbalanced. The first match we're going to look at is only eight minutes. The video is only eight minutes. And the second video is 42 minutes. So this first one is just going to be an appetizer. And the 42 minutes video is the main course. And yeah, I'll uh, bring up the matches we're going to be looking at. First from what was known then as EMLL. So it's today it's CMLL, but like uh, WWE, they sort of had a name change at some point in their past. And in the, in the, in the, for most of the 20th century, they were EMLL. And this is from 1966. So this is, as far as I know, some of the oldest Mexican footage out there. Um, I know it came up on the ProWrestlingOnly.com message board a while back as because this was like a rare thing because, you know, if you know your Mexican wrestling history, there's not much pre-1980 out there other than like uh, matches or stuff, clips of matches that were in the, the old movies that El Santo and uh, Blue Demon and Milmastros did. So this is definitely rare. Um, the the four men it's a tag team match four men involved i don't know anything about to be honest um the the name black shadow i mean i've probably heard of that uh heard the name before and i think he maybe did some movies too but i'm not 100 percent sure about that but the other three gentlemen i know next to nothing we have the team of renee uh guardo and Espanto Segundo. 
and they're going against Black Shadow and Rolando Vera. And uh, this is, yeah, it's a historical curiosity. Like I said, very rare to find any footage from Mexico from this far back. So this will be a bit of an appetizer. And the main one we're looking at tonight, the one that got a lot of hype from 2016, the IWRG promotion, and it's Trauma One versus Kenneth Lupus. And yeah, I think uh, we haven't, we didn't have any blood last time out when we looked at matches from England. I think this match, uh, the big match, Trauma One versus Kenneth Lupus, will make up for that because I think it's. <laughs> I think it's a bloodbath. So, uh, Steve, before we dive in, any anything uh, to say about these two matches, or or just in general Mexican wrestling, or yeah, anything? <laughs> I think we're 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 going into both of these pretty blind. Yes. Yeah. Totally. So blind. in pre yeah in previous episodes we've at least had some knowledge, if not a lot of knowledge, of what is going on. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Trauma 1 versus Canis Lupus match on the ProWrestlingOnly.com message board, it got a lot of hype when it happened. It's from September 4th, 2016. And I just remember, yeah, uh, certain posters were over the moon about it. Uh, some, I think, uh, said it was their match of the year. It, it got a lot of hype at the time. Um, so I always remembered that because it was such an unusual uh, match even for something like uh, PWO to be pimping because the the promotion is IWRG and they, they're pretty obscure. Um, yeah, it's basically an independent. Yeah, it's an independent. It's from just outside of Mexico City. I think it's a suburb. Um, Nacalpan? I'm not sure how you pronounce that exactly. But um, I checked on the map this morning. It's basically, yeah, just outside of Mexico City. And it looks like that's where most of the IWRG shows um, originate from. And I know the promotion did, it's come up over the years on PWO as, as something to watch, but it seemed like there was a long gap between, like there was pimped matches from like 2010, 2011, and then I didn't really hear anything more about it until this big one from 2016. So yeah, um, it's it's going to be a treat for sure. So we'll get into the first match here, 1966. And it's from, where is it from? I think it's from Monterey, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. We'll do the countdown. Three, two, one, go. Okay. So I think we're joined in progress here, definitely. And now it's going to be a challenge to to be certain about who any of these wrestlers are. That's why I kind of I wasn't I was kind of on the fence about including this match because like the main fact is that I have no idea who any <laughs> like I like I said the names, but I couldn't tell you uh, who is who here. I thought I was hoping that Black Shadow would have a mask on, but I, I, I checked his career on wrestling data and he lost his mask to El Santo in 1952. So he hasn't had a mask for yes. 14 years at this point. And, but he still, he still wrestled as the black shadow. So 
that es- would have been helpful. Espanto, lo- <laughs> Espanto lost his in 63. Oh, okay. Wow. So this must be it. Yeah, we're going to have fun here. We have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's only eight minutes because then we won't be struggling for too long. This is, it's like I said, it's a historical curiosity. Um, I know. This is a fist fight. Yeah. This is going, now they're outside. Yeah. It's really, really hot and heavy here. Um, the crowd is really into it, throwing things in the air. Um, cool stuff. Um, so wrestling on TV in Mexico, I think, I don't know. One a story I remember reading, I was in an old Wrestling Observer, was that in the 50s, like when TV first started in Mexico, there was a rival promotion to CMLL that got on TV and, and started to become very popular. And I don't think CMLL was on TV at the time. And in a very short-sighted, move the the head promoter or the promoter of cmll used his political clout to basically get this to get actually all wrestling banned um on tv but i think just in the state like the mexico city area and the surrounding area but not out in the the uh other parts of the country so and it was like a a territory yeah, basically, a ma- like in a major territory, of course. Mm-hmm. Mexico City is like the population is what, like 30 million people? It's a gigantic yeah, it's sort of- mega city. Um, and it wasn't until the very end of the 80s that uh, televised wrestling from Mexico City um, was allowed again. So it was a long, long period. So that's one of the main reasons that there's hardly any footage pre-1980s um but i know i don't have the story completely correct but it was something like that and we're seeing the action here like the the tags <laughs> the the previous tag was like a non-tag but that's sort of a thing in mexico right they don't necessarily uh slap hands to uh tag in yeah you could leave the ring a lot of time with Lucha rules and then the next person could come in. Yeah. It got, I think looser and looser as the years went by the rules. Um, and that's fine. I mean, that, that's a way to like the action was the more important thing. You know, you don't have to be totally beholden to, to rules like that. Some solid left hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that this guy in the ring is Black Shadow. I don't know. <laughs> that's just what my, the, the guy that's on offense now. Because um, I think definitely the heel team is, is Black Shadow and uh, Rolando Vera. Black and white. The, I, the guy who is in control right now, I believe, is Espanto, based on pictures I see of him. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. With the black singlet tights and the white trunks oh, okay so then the his partner in the corner that's black shadow interesting um according this to wrestling from... data yeah sorry according to wrestling data black shadow was born in 1921 so he would be in his mid-40s at this point and espanto would be this is 66 it said august 16th 1966 on the screen for a minute 
Mm-hmm. So 34 for Espanto, about 14 years in already. Hmm. And Espanto, like, he's the second. The, his tag team partner is the first. I don't know why he's not tagging with that person right now, but they had a, a trio. Hmm. They were friends, not not related at all. Okay. Yeah. No, there's a lot of learned uh, wrestling fans out there that know a lot about uh, Mexican wrestling history that, uh, fortunately, I'm not one of them. But, yeah, no, it's been a spirited contest here. Yeah, not many moves here. It's a lot of no. a lot of fisticuffs. Yeah, a lot of punching, a lot of just throwing guys around. There's a judo throw and a senton there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that the cliche of our stereotype or whatever of Mexican wrestling is, you know, most of the guys are wearing masks. But uh, here we have a match where there's not a single masked wrestler. They're all roughly sort of the same size, all four four men, same height and almost same weight. It doesn't look like Guajardo was ever masked. Hmm. Plenty of hair matches over the years. Yeah, I don't know. I think the mass thing became more and more prevalent as you got into like the 70s and 80s. Um, And then especially now today. Until you come to WWE, then they already, they only have a couple. (laughs) And then as soon as they get signed, they have to unmask. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. The the masked uh, wrestler and United States and Canada definitely basically yeah when you have uh, when you have Vince calling the shots for so many decades it's basically killed killed that and then that's it or no let's see we have yeah it looks like that's it yeah so it's even shorter than I thought it's the blue screen and there was a masked wrestler coming down to the ring I wonder was it even (laughs) El El Santo It, it was someone with a white mask and you know el santa one of the great legends of wrestling in history there's next to no no footage of him wrestling um yeah so wow okay that was a really brief look at uh historical and it looked like wrestling. A, yeah it looked like it cut out to another match and that was when santo mm, that looked yeah, like santo I, for sure yeah the someone who looked like santo um yeah so yeah it was cutting to another match yeah i wasn't sure it looked like almost he was storming the ring but no you're probably right so okay well you know that was what i thought it would be pretty much just kind of a little small sample we can't really make any um and draw any conclusions about uh wrestling from mexico in the 1960s based on that uh, i would definitely 
<laughs> you know, I would love to see more from that era. It would be great. Um, yeah, because it's it's a totally different style. It's more, you know, loose and sort of uh, gritty and out of control at times, unpolished. Yeah, those first those first three minutes were looked like there was going to be a riot in the crowd. Mm-hmm. They were just fighting. There's no separation between the crowd and the mm-hmm. wrestlers. I saw several things of popcorn and drinks thrown in the air. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that kind of atmosphere. That's just right up my alley but unfortunately that's just all that's just going to be a a very brief tease because i don't think um uh, there's anything else to really uh go from from that era so now we'll go 50 years ahead 2016 wow we're i don't have i think the only other time we we looked at a match from the 21st century was also from mexico was that uh, la parca here Parker, yeah. Santo. yeah, and that was 2001, so barely into the century. Otherwise, we haven't even really gone into the 90s <laughs> at all. Uh, so this is something different, but I think this is going to be kind of like a timeless kind of match um, as far as I, I know, just from the reviews that I've read. So this is uh, Mascara contra Mascara, Mask versus Mask. This is Trauma 1 versus Canis Lupus. Uh, as the name suggests, there is a Trauma 2. And um, Canis Lupus, is that's basically Latin for wolf, uh, right? Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to tell who's who in this match. I meant to kind of look ahead and... and check but steve you're uh you're um good at uh checking these things as we go so you'll be able to tell us who's who and i think we're going to get like the full intros anyway so we may be able to uh figure that out so without further ado but this one's a long one so this this i'm pretty excited though because it's uh potential to be one of the better matches that we've reviewed on international house of combat all right do the countdown Three, two, one, go. Okay. Looks like a relatively small arena. It took me a second to load because a screen came up that said, Mm. this may, I I don't remember the exact wording, but this may have inappropriate (laughs) footage. So that's a good (laughs) sign. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, it's always good to get a warning like that for a wrestling match because you know you're going to be in for some uh, violence and some blood. Yeah, this looks like kind of like the size of uh, Full Sail University or something. Oh, they're going at it right away. Okay, so I'm going to guess that Canis Lupus is the one who just was topeed into the stands. He's got more of a, I don't know, an animal looking mask. Let's take a look. Trauma one looks, yeah, I, I would say trauma one's the- Oh, no, the this is Lupus no? in the red. Oh, red, red, red Lupus mask. has the red on, I saw his on his shirt. Oh, okay. So trauma one is, is the one with the horns and the purple. 
mohawk type deal. Okay. That's some sort of special mask he's got on because the pictures I'm seeing of him are totally different. Yeah, and I did look up. These guys were feuding for most of the year. They had a match a few months before this one where the winner won 50,000 pesos. And and they had other Hopefully matches. Hopefully it was a big and, check. And tag. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a big check. So this is basically the final battle. And Trauma has a brother. And they had a they feuded for a while, but most of their their masks are horror inspired, which explains mm. a little bit more why he's wearing a mask such as that. Oh. And really, a brilliant way to make money, like if you have a whole bunch of different masks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, Canis Lupus looks to be he's going to be wrestling in a t-shirt. Interesting. Oh, yeah. No, it clearly says Canis Lupus on his uh, shirt. It's hard to <laughs> Fans say. are very much for trauma. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's, I thought Canis Lupus was the baby face at the beginning or the technico, to use the uh, Mexican term, because he seemed to be kind of like doing that fired up baby face um routine but no it looks like he's definitely the heel and he's definitely yeah this is definitely a heelish spot here uh getting heat at the beginning do you have the date on this match and we know it's 2016 yeah september 4th okay Love the crowd chance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're super into it. Cross body, kind of the first high spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two and a half count early. This mat, this mat, as they did a close-up, does not look... Oh, okay, it does have a little bit of a spring into it. <laughs> the way the angle was, I'm like, is that a hard mat? I think it... Because yeah. you never know in Mexico. Yeah, no, I think Mexico's known for still having, like, almost boxing-style cement rings in a lot of places. No, this one looks pretty hard. And I believe we have a, a first fall... Yes, we do. Submission win for Kenneth Lupus in the first fall. Yeah. Modified death lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically an Indian death lock. Yeah, he's pretty cocky. I like the look of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I like the look of this compared to uh, like a AAA or a CML, which is more polished. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, this is, like you said, it's a Mexican indie, basically. Oh, and there's trauma, too. Yeah. In the crowd. <laughs> yeah. 
with the people. That's cool. It's just not even a front row seat. He's like, oh, I got to go back up into the to the bleachers. That's I'm the kidding. best seat I could get. Hey, Craig. <laughs> it's in between falls. It's time to get my refreshment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a yeah, neat little submission. I like it. So we'll see how the second fall goes. One of the complaints a lot of people have about the two out of three fall foreman in Mexico is that the first two falls are like really rushed. You get, Mm -hmm. you know, within like five, 10 minutes, you know, less than 10 minutes, you'll do the first two falls really quickly. And then the third fall will be like 20 minutes long. And yeah. And it's sort of a lot of people say, well, why even bother with the, two or three falls if you rush through the first two so quickly but um like yeah like i said i I don't know if that's yeah that's totally true if that's an exaggeration yeah it might be for the big matches but if if, it just could be tradition yeah it feels like the survivor series like like the survivor series would right you have these quick eliminations that you would never have normally right yeah guys getting pinned off a clothesline um yeah really quick stuff it makes me uh miss wrestling with crowds oh i know (laughs) hearing six minutes of chance in a row yeah i mean i don't want to talk about the modern product too much but last night was the big you know two big cards really in on paper the great american bash mm-hmm. card for nxt and the fighter fest for AEW, but with no crowds for me it was like uh, you know if if there were crowds i probably would have watched both shows because you know i kind of love that you know vibe of these two shows that are kind of dueling and and trying to put on their best uh, best cards to uh beat each other in the ratings but without Without crowds, I'm I'm not even interested at all. I haven't watched NXT since November, with the exception of a two shows I went to. Mm. I try to keep up on AEW, but I'm a couple weeks behind. Yeah, father son activity. Yeah, the one match that really uh, got my attention was Oni Lorcan against uh, Timothy Thatcher. From last yeah. night, I thought, ooh, because I love Oni Larkin. And yeah, that one, I was almost even this morning thinking about seeking it out just because I, you know, I haven't seen a ton of Thatcher, but what I've seen of him, I've, I've really liked. But oh well, it's 2020 for you. <laughs> There's, there'll always be time. Back to the, <laughs> the good old days of 2016 here. <laughs> yeah. Back when our president was. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, this would have been a couple nah. months, right? Yeah. yeah. A couple months before the election. Wow. Yeah, it's another lifetime. Oh, well, trauma finally getting some offense in here. Mm-hmm. This may, uh, this could be even the second fall. I wouldn't be surprised. And it is. So they've traded submission wins for the first two falls, and that was a cool-looking submission, too. I enjoy a submission when there's no possible way to tap out. Yeah. yeah no, he was totally trapped. 
legs and arms. Sex Saber Jr. has a couple of those where they just twist yeah. it in every direction and looks like the most painful thing in the world. And Right. Yeah, this was like kind of a Boston crab with a surfboard. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, like almost like a reverse surfboard. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know what they call that. So, okay. You can't feel good on your lower back, <laughs> legit. <laughs> Worked yeah. or not. So we're only 10 minutes into the video and the first two falls. So basically what I said just <laughs> came <Yeah>. true. <laughs> the first two falls rushed through and now we have 30 minutes, over 30 minutes of video still for the third fall. Well, and to be fair, it's also mask versus mask. So yes. we might get quite a bit of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The post-match will probably go on for maybe even 10 minutes or so. <laughs> Trump, I think Trump only has general admission. Yeah, I <laughs> Trump know. Too. Yeah, Trump too. <laughs> just kind of back there against the wall. Yeah. Who are you? What, your trauma two? Number two? Yeah, no. Yeah. If you were number one, yeah, you would get a seat. But if you're number two, <laughs> no, you you just stand by. It, it looks like there might be a group of, like, family or something back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Getting serious now. The shirt, there we go. shirt's coming off for Kenneth Lupus. <laughs> that's funny. Wonder if that's something he does in a lot of his matches. Keeps the shirt on until things get really serious. Crazy tope there. That they're gonna go to the crowd for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the towels are already being used to cool <laughs> off. Cool <them> off. This <laughs> would be a uh, pretty fun trip to go to a show like this. Oh, yeah. Totally. No, um, I guess it was late last year when my wife and I were coming up with ideas for a trip to do after we sold our condo and moved to the farm. I suggested Mexico <laughs> and <laughs> one of the sort of the, you know, main reasons was, yes, I'll admit it was one of the main reasons was that I wanted to go to a show at arena, Mexico in Mexico sure. city. And I was thinking, well, yeah, we can go to Acapulco and that's the closest resort to uh, Mexico City. But then we kind of started looking into it. And um, yeah, <laughs> I was quickly, uh, quickly voted down for that suggestion. But someday, hopefully. Just getting back control. Yeah, he's going for the mask. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. win the match, you'll get it. I know. I think he's, well, maybe it hasn't torn yet. I think I saw a little, little bit of face. Yeah, I thought I did too. Oh, definitely here. <laughs> yeah. Wow, he, <laughs> trauma almost ripped the entire mask off. Kind <laughs> of It's 
was maybe a, oh, little, bit more, <laughs> a little bit more than he meant. Come on, trauma. <laughs> Ruining the illusion here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, is he leaving? <clears throat> he's getting a chair. Yeah, they nodded at each other. So, all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get another mask for a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I ripped mine a little ears a little too much. Why don't you take a break and get one on? Yeah, he almost needs one. It's barely hanging on. <laughs> I'm going to have a. No, I thought they were going to sit down. Good old fashioned plastic chair off. <laughs> I thought they were going to have a. Like a staring contest, <laughs> or slapping each other in the face, or something like that. Chairs are sponsored by Corona. <laughs> Got a Corona logo on the back. <laughs> yeah, Stuff, it's it's on uh, the front too, yeah, yeah, not very blue. Okay, I was just about to say, not very believable. <laughs> like a plastic chair to the mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Right when I say that, they start hitting each other in the head. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting a little stiff there. Yeah, at least they're getting their hands up a bit. The ways you see that now nowadays, oh, and I start cringing yeah. a little bit. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I have no respect for any rest of this. Still taking unprotected chair shots at full blast to the head. That's just stupidity. I think we may have some blood now. And yes, trauma's mask is ripped a bit. Yeah, Canis Lupus is definitely yep. gushing. Plastic is uh, dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm actually kind of glad for him that his mask is ripped. We talked about that in the Laparca match. Yeah. <laughs> like having that much blood inside of your mask. No, no, it'd be... So gross. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. They had a chair war and now... Oh, gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> in the folds on his uh, stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it just um, blurted out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's really coming out now. It's like building up in the mask and just mm-hmm. pulling. And <laughs> Trump has just got a little trickle. Yeah. He's He's got the Lex Luger at Great American Bash 88. Uh, <laughs> I watched that fairly recently, actually. Yeah, it's just like a little... Yeah. Even the, the massive amount of sweat didn't do anything. No, I know. It's hilarious. I, even as a kid, like I didn't get to see the match until years later, but I saw the pictures in the magazine and they were trying to make it sound like, oh, you know, it was like a... He, they had no choice but to stop because he had he was bleeding so much and i'm like no he's not he can barely even see it <laughs> it's like the the von eric match in awa right yeah this they made up similar that. yeah no but yeah i mean von carrie von eric had like a total uh great muda <laughs> yeah. job in that one his face was completely covered in blood guys are really selling the blood Mm-hmm. 
Has this crowd stopped chanting for trauma at any point? No. No, they're totally in love with them. It's like a kid's Little League game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of horns. Oh, here we go. Very close. I like Lupus really selling that the blood loss is making him so weak that he can barely run from corner to corner. Mm -hmm. Oh. This referee's count is very slow. <laughs> yes. He's <laughs> got like this, this hitch in his count where it's, it takes extra long between counts. It's definitely a less, like outside of the blood, it's a less is more. It's not like a super high fly dive all oh, over the place match. No, not at all. A couple no, pin exchanges. Yep. Rest because we're worn out. Yeah, no, it's it's not a match that like screams like ultra modern or anything like that. That's for sure. <laughs> the referees count <laughs> so slow. It took him quite a while even to get down to the mat to start the count. Yeah, I mean, this guy's pretty elderly. He's uh, He makes uh, Bronco Lubitsch look like a young guy. <laughs> it's like the, what was the match we watched a couple shows ago where the referee didn't even bother bending down. Oh, right, yeah. That's <laughs> match from England. English style, yeah. <laughs> I'm always a sucker for this kind of submission. Mm -hmm. Some of Liger's submissions very similar. Right. Yeah, the crowd's just red hot for trauma. A lot of kids mm -hmm. just kind of spanning the crowd like that front row. There are a lot of kids. Yep. <laughs> Back to trauma too. Yeah. Um, not quite the nosebleeds, but uh, getting there. Yeah, doesn't even have a seat. Right against the wall. Uh oh. The announcers are really selling that one like it was a big deal. Oh, reverse. Super oh, get it Two. This referee is going to be the, the one that screws somebody out of a match here. <laughs> Oh, 
At least they've probably worked with this guy for years and years and years to know his cadence. Uh, yeah, I would assume he's been. I think naturally the tendency would be to just kick out and not wait that long. <laughs> I know. Gotta have the dramatic 2.9s, even though the takes like 3.9 to do it. That's the the Mexican exchange rate on the count, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Selling exhaustion at this point. Mm -hmm. Really just going for roll-ups and submissions. Yeah. Two. Oh, and across. Basically. That was like a labellock at first. The rings of Saturn. Rings of Saturn, yep. (laughs) Very close to the ropes, though. And he got a foot off. Yeah, no, this is a cool match. Yeah, like you said, it's just... They're just trying to win. No, nothing too flashy at all. Every move has a purpose. Mm-hmm. That's the great mixtape of, of wrestling where you can have a match like this and you can have a massive spot fest, mm-hmm. have a comedy match. Yeah. Oof, this looks like trouble. Basically the gory special. Yeah. Ooh. Lucas looks like he's going to throw at his back doing this. Oh, nice reversal. Oh, it took two seconds just to get down on the mat. Too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like me when I get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put his hand on his knee mm-hmm. and help him get down. <laughs> God, it's gonna have to. It's gonna be have to be something really crazy to put somebody away. Basically, you need a five count equivalent <laughs> here. I don't know who the seconds are in this match. I was trying to. Mm, yeah, no, I have no idea. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that Trauma 2 isn't the second for Trauma 1. Right. Are they building to a future feud between the two? Trauma 2's had enough disrespect. It's getting nasty now. Oh, no. Poor old referee. I don't know. Now it's going to be like a six count for for him if he does like the Earl Hebner style. Oh, massive tombstone pile driver. He's got him, but he's out of position. On the ropes. That was the quickest he's gotten down on the mat. Yeah, I know. That's his quickest count. Oh, just grabs him with his hand. Yeah. Trauma's white mask is red. I think it's more because of Canis Lupus's blood than anything. Yeah. I'd be so pissed if I was bleeding that much <laughs> and then my opponent just like, Yeah. My blood has painted the ring. Again. <laughs> just, just 
and stop the rest count. You didn't have to do that. It was taking long enough. <laughs> Again, though. I like how they make the tombstone mean something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. Trauma. Still out loopy from it. Oh, my God, look at his hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, his mask is a total mess. No. I think trauma rebladed. Maybe. Gonna get him. Yeah. This could be a mistake by Canis Lupus. Yeah. This late in the match going to the top. Exhausted. Now they're saying how tra- there's no response from trauma. He, he's not even getting up. Oh, did Trauma come to the other side of the ring, or is that a fan? Or? Uh, not sure. Oh, no. Oh, knees up. Yeah, I think he Trauma 2 was right up next to the, the guardrail. It could be the turning point here. Oh, now we have, is this the doctor? He's coming to check on trauma one concern that he's lost too much blood. He's getting a neck brace. Oh, because of the tombstone. Oh, yeah, you want to check on Kenneth Lupus. He's like lost a liter yeah. of blood at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm exaggerating, but geez. Yeah, they're really he's having to open up his mask. I wonder if the pile driver is even banned here because they um Canis Lupus didn't do it until the ref was bumped and down yeah. and didn't see it. So they're really selling it like it's a totally death-inducing move. Oh, the doctor is knocked out. Of course, he's wearing a white coat. It's yes, covered. the whitest of white coats. Covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, the neck brace is already covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> what is he got a hold of the ankle? Yeah. Oh, man. Lupus is just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Even oh. while fighting, he had to take his mask off to let the blood drip out. Ooh, this looks like. Oh, I think this might. That, I think, is it. Gotta be. Yes, it is. Leaping leg lock by Trauma One scores the victory. Crowd throwing stuff in the ring. Big celebration. Trauma Two is there. <laughs> the doctor's coming to celebrate. <laughs> oh, no, <I'm> checking. <laughs> Put him up on your shoulders. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, disgusting! Oh, wow. Oh God, look at that. Oh my God. A pool of blood. Why are you checking on him? Uh, yeah. This is going to bleed out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was a pretty good match. 
sort of the bloodiest matches I've seen in a long, yeah, long time. Yeah, super bloody. Super gritty. I like the, the submission moves are really, really good. Oh, my yeah. God, look at that. So much blood. My God. God I've never seen that. Oh, my no. God. Did he? What happened? Suddenly seems like it's just way more. It, it kept getting stuck, like, in his mask. Yeah. Like, even when he was yeah. trying to sell in the leg lock, he had to lift up his mask from his chin. Exactly. Did he break his nose or something? <laughs> wow. But, man, if you want to <laughs> sell the fact that you're bleeding, just lay down face down like that. Jeez. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that's a lot of blood. Trauma, trauma 2 is checking on him. Yeah. Now yeah. that's from his that that's from his head. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these guys. One guy bleeding to death. The other guy with a broken neck. <laughs> <laughs> I froze the cameraman. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll stay outside. <laughs> this is a. Uh... Jeez, it's almost an anticlimactic taking off the mask at this point. So you said this was September. Shortly after this November, he retired, Kenneth Lupus. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, at least under this name. So it's unknown whether he's still wrestling under a different identity he must. I mean, that's what I was wondering because I looked at the results and yeah, there's nothing past 2016 for Kenneth Lupus. And he's only 35 years old. Yeah. Right now. So that would have been 32 that he retired. Right. So yeah, maybe he goes by a new name now or I mean. Oh my God. I just got spoiled with something. Oh, did you? <laughs> I hope. I hope we see it. Oh, okay. Oh, we still got 12, 10 minutes left. Yeah. Are they interviewing him? Oh, maybe getting his name. Yeah, because, I mean, that's the tradition. You take yeah. off your mask and then just, you reveal your true name to the crowd for the first time. Yeah, I was wondering what the ring announcer was writing down. He's bloodlust cameraman. Crazy. Media. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All the local press. Yeah. It's a big story. This is front page news for tomorrow's papers. Oh, he's got some money. There you go. Here's a 20. <laughs> <laughs> we passed the hat. Uh, <laughs> we got you $20. We got you 20 pesos. 20 for, uh, pesos. Hope you get stitched up there. <laughs> That's going to probably need staples. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma 2 has got the mic now. Trauma 1 is still on the mat. What a war. 
Sounds like he's putting kind of Slupus over here. Mm-hmm. Shaking his hand, yeah. Hug. Yeah, now we got a kind of Slupus chat. <laughs> this is Lucha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do this chant in Mexico as well. So this is wrestling chant, Estate Lucha. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Dude, you have a towel. You might want to... <laughs> Here comes a proud warrior having to unmask. <laughs> Putting the crowd over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still got his 20. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes the mask. First time crowds chanted for him. Mm -hmm. Really a dumb mistake. It's his own fault. Yeah, exactly. What was he thinking? <laughs> this finish was cool. Love that twisting leg lock. Yeah, like the jump. Mm -hmm. The jump adds to it, just with like the snap of the knees. Yeah. yeah. Actually makes you believe that you could be tearing something. Mm -hmm. All the microphones. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like an old time press conference. Have the Spanish subtitles on. Hoping I, my rudimentary Spanish can help, but mm. YouTube can't keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> the old referee just won't leave his side. 
Oh, now trauma one second. Just got the neck brace on now. Oh, great moment here. So this has been a bloody rivalry, but they've always respected each other. This is the final, the final battle, mask versus mask. Cool. And now, the mask. They really, they really dragged this out. Oh, all, all the talking and yeah, yeah. the hugs and oh, the. No, this is this is wife. Hector Lopez, I believe, is his name. Who's <laughs> hiding behind the match? That's his girlfriend. Very di difficult moment for her, for the family and the fans. Mm hmm. Kind of hitting the translation as best I can. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's hear what he has to say. Is it a retirement speech? Looks older than 32, actually. Yeah. So this isn't the end. This hmm. is going to continue. Hmm. I have no idea who this is. I'm assuming it's family. <laughs> I guess so. You know, the other guy looks like, well, they, have, they both look like wrestlers too. Who's this? Big sign in the crowd. I want to marry you. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's cool. Well, one chapter in his life ends. 
and another one begins. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gross. It's gross, yeah. but it's kind of cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> they had like the poster in the crowd and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one had everything. Lots of emotion. One last replay. Yeah, so he he did wrestle for another two months. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing past 2016, it seems. He won some sort of tournament, the Copa Huracan Ramirez, by outlasting 15 other wrestlers, so like a gauntlet or something. Hmm. there's, I don't know, there's something we don't know. Something something happened. Either a name change or a sudden retirement. Who knows? You wanted the fight. Here's the fight. <laughs> it sounded like something Vince McMahon would say at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was a pretty cool match. That definitely lived up to the hype. It, um, yeah, it would have you know fit in in most eras. Like you said, Steve, there wasn't much in the way of like gratuitous high flying and and all that. It was uh, pretty much a gritty brawl all the way the chair war was pretty cool masks getting ripped open yeah kind of some of the wow so much blood yeah some of the so much blood yeah yeah it was that was pretty disgusting even at the end as he's in the submission rubbing his face into the mat and then just laying there wow that was yeah that was fools i was getting a little concerned if i did if didn't know you know, if this was a, a match I was watching live, I would have been a little bit more concerned. Um, <laughs> but yeah, crazy, super hot crowd. Definitely, yeah, the culmination of a long war between wrestlers. Yeah, that was that was cool. Um, glad I finally got to see that. Now I understand what the hype is all about. And then the marriage proposal post match that makes it. Um, that's almost like the. Uh, in a way, the ending to the Randy Savage Ultimate Warrior match from right. WrestleMania Seven. In a way, um, with a lot less blood in that one. Yeah, no blood, but yeah, it was a stipulation match. The heel lost, but the heel um, was able to uh, gain some love or uh, you know a, a big moment with his uh, with his future wife after the match. So that's that's yeah. That's, that's cool. That's uh, I, yeah. The mystery though, of what happened to Kenneth Lupus, we're gonna have to try and figure that one out. So, but yeah, that was a couple interesting uh, matches. The first one from '66. I mean, it was what it was. It was short. We didn't know who was who. <laughs> um, and then it just ended abruptly. But it was a neat little bit of history. But uh, yeah, trauma one and Kenneth Lupus was. Definitely, uh, uh, yeah, I would say easy four stars just off the top of my head, maybe a little bit higher. Uh, definitely one of the better matches we've watched on Internet. Oh, yeah. House of Combat. Um, so what, any, Amazing. Any yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that it was impressive how they were able to just work the crowd by doing very little actual movement you know, mm-hmm. they would do an exchange of two pinfalls and then just lay around 
um, and sell how exhausted they were and how injured they were. Mm-hmm. And the crowd was into it the entire time. And then, you know, go for a submission to a pin reversal mm-hmm. with the, and then the, the, the thought at the end that he was, you know, trauma was out of it because of the tombstone. <laughs> Meanwhile, he, yeah. the other guy's bleeding to death. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That too. I mean, yeah. The, the doctor coming in. Yeah. That really did have a little bit of everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a cool touch with uh, the neck injury and the, the concerned doctor. Um, yeah, that was some big time, big time drama. Okay, so um, I don't know about next time. I haven't really thought about uh, what we could explore. We have a sizable playlist of different options. There's a few that. There's this one uh, Takata versus Backlund match from Japan from 1988, I believe. I've been kind of wanting to check that one out. I know uh, Bob had some pretty wild matches in Japan at that time. Um, Tatsumi Fujinami, there's a few matches here that I've been interested in seeing. Uh, Vader, we haven't, uh, we haven't seen Vader yet. So that it may be time to uh, out of Vons, our guy. Yeah, uh, I don't know about uh, yeah, I don't know about Vons and Vader. Mm, I was thinking maybe yeah, the Fujinami and and Vader, the handheld. That one could be good. I don't know. Yeah, Vons. I, I don't know. Well, I'm in no rush to get. Even though I have yeah, there's here there's Vons versus Terry Funk. That's only 16 minutes and 52 seconds. Like that. Could be tolerable. Uh, Dick Murdoch versus Vaughn's is thirty-five fifty-eight. Uh, <laughs> I love Dick Murdoch, but I don't know. I mean, these were recommended though on on PWO. I asked around, you know, what would you recommend about uh, Otto Vaughn's matches, and those ones were recommended. Um, there was one with uh, a Bull Power Vader versus Otto Vaughn's too. But yeah, we'll see. There's there's lots of options. Anyway. I can watch Vader all day if he's uh, throwing fists and forearms. Yeah, and and to be honest, I haven't seen a ton of Vader, like international Vader, over the years. Just a little bit. So yeah, I think I I should definitely rectify that because I know he had some really cool stuff in Japan too. Oh yeah. Yeah, we could do a a total a, a Vader episode in the future. Yeah, you got the New Japan and. Um, the UWF stuff, I believe, too. Yep. It happened after he yes. left WWF, All yep. Japan. Yep. Yeah, I've been I've always been kind of curious about that. Like, oh, UWF. Comeback. Run. Yeah, UWF was. Yeah. UWF was for before WWF. It was after that he was in All Japan and, and Noah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You the the UWF was when he was still with uh, WCW. He was uh, doing both. Uh, that stuff's supposed to be interesting, but then yeah, his comeback with All Japan is something I've always been uh, intrigued in the late '90s, where he kind of redeemed himself after uh, his uh, lackluster WWF run. So that's definitely a possibility. So as we uh, wrap up here, Steve, do you have any plugs you want to get out there? Yeah, we um, 
as soon as this comes out, uh, the newest main event will be out. We uh, are into 2003 with TNA, which mm. I can't believe that we made it and continued. <laughs> so <laughs> it's right in the uh, the start of the Vince Russo sports entertainment extreme angle, mm. uh, which is definitely something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've and, never seen yeah. And besides that, we we talked a little bit. Yeah, it's. Vince Russo front and center in front of some really good talent and also David Flair and Mike Sanders. <laughs> David Flair. And we talked a, a, yeah, a bit about 2020 wrestling just in general, where we're at and watching and how between COVID and empty arena and the latest, uh, all the information that came out about abuse and, you know, emotional, physical and sexual abuse, how it affects our, our fandom Mm -hmm. and there's going to be some wrestling, you know, new Japan cup is coming on is on already. They're going to have matches with fans coming up in new Japan in a couple of weeks uh, for the Mm -hmm. dominion. I think it's dominion and the finals of the cup. Mm -hmm. So we'll take a look at that. Like you said, there's great American bash and fighter Fest just is occurring currently. Mm -hmm. So we'll probably be looking at a bit at that. If I can get the desire up to, yeah watch some of that yeah well yeah i know i'm just uh, i'm i'm totally like this is the least interested i've been in wrestling since 2003 2004 in that time period so and i don't foresee it changing i mean i still love getting together with you steve and doing these shows and watching you know the good old days and stuff like that and stuff international stuff but yeah yeah anyway i won't uh won't be a downer with uh, my uh, my wrestling uh, enthusiasm at the at the time here in 2020. Um, I guess uh, I should talk about the the rebranding for the the network that just happened officially this last week. Uh, we're now the Pwom Podcast Network. This is something there that we go. kind of evolved in the last couple months. And uh, my buddy Travis, who does Gideon Guys with Johnny and Yours, Mind, and the Truth. And also we do uh, Mystery Titans Theater every few weeks on YouTube. He's really, Travis is really taking, taking the lead here. And he's, he's come up with the new logo. And yeah, and I mean, we have now lots of non-wrestling shows. We have uh, a, a football slash soccer show, Busting Balls with uh, Jeffrey and John and yeah, TV Uh, Gideon guys, of course, is a a TV pod and yours, mine and the truth. Travis looks at all kinds of things, sort of like a, it's almost like a nineties nostalgia pod um, looking at, you know, wrestling, but also uh, different bands, movies, comic books, all kinds of stuff from that era from when he was uh, younger while we were, were the same age. So when we were, in high school, basically those years in the the good old days of the nineties. But yeah, so we got the Plum. And as for me, Worldcast, um, I put this out there just in the last few days or a week that Worldcast is coming to a close, but we're gonna go out on a high note. We're gonna make it to episode 100. I wanted to at least do that. We're so close, we only have five more shows. So the finale will be episode 100. And um, we're going to look at the Parade of Champions, the uh, David Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions 
uh, just before episode 100. So we're going to go out on a high note and yeah. And then I'm going to kind of, uh, you know, I'll be semi-retired from podcasting and who knows with my renewed love for comic books, you know, eventually I could definitely see myself doing a comic book pod. Um, cause years ago, Johnny and I did imaginary stories, but that, only, yeah. yeah, that only went 10 episodes. That one, I mean, the thing with that was it was pretty, um, the commitment was quite high because, you know, I I was uh, kind of insisting we we reread all these comics. And so that took up time and it, that's just kind of why it was like a short-lived thing or the time between episodes was always like several months. And if um, if I do a comic book pod in the future, it'll be sort of just a, you know, off the top of my head sort of thing and not have as much of the, the research um, or at least the time consuming research as uh, imaginary stories but we'll see um yeah it's who knows uh things have been changing uh, on pretty much like a weekly monthly basis in the last uh, while so who knows and yeah so check out the POM it's good uh, what does POM stand for well it stands for I think a little bit of anything and everything and it can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> it's the POM age of podcasts and it's, uh, yeah, it's unfolding as we speak. Um, so yeah, and then we'll be back. Uh, probably in a, another couple of weeks, we'll be back in, in another country around the world in another, another era of wrestling history. So thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.